Hello, wrestling family. Welcome to Sound of Whistle with IHSA wrestling official Tony Clark. Each week, I will bring you interviews with prominent figures in the sport of high school wrestling. This is uh, Tony Clark. Welcome to tonight's podcast. We are talking with IHSA state final official and IHSA clinician, Roy Snyder. How are you doing tonight, Roy? Not bad for Thursday night, Tony. Good, good, good. Thanks for joining us. I'm just going to throw a few questions out. Um, you know, just just talk as we normally do. Sure. You know, answer them as, as you see fit. Uh, how long have you been officiating, Roy? I've been officiating uh, football for 29 years and uh, wrestling for 28 years and baseball for about 24 years. That's a pretty long career you have there. Um, and there's something special about all of these uh, sports that you officiate. Do you want to share? Yeah, sure. Um, I've done four football state fi- finals. Um, I've done three state ball, uh, uh, baseball state finals and 19 wrestling state finals between individuals and dual team. And I was told the school year of, ni- of 2018 through 2019, I was one of a handful of officials in history. I just say to do three state finals in one school year. Well, that's a pretty <clears throat> great accomplishment. Uh, glad you were able to uh, make that happen for yourself. Well, what has been your approach to getting to that top level? Well, uh, being being dedicated to all three sports, be willing to help others, um, studying, and you know, and one of the main things, Tony, I, I had to have family commitment, especially when I, when I started out when I was younger. I was away a lot, doing a lot of traveling, um, so I had to have their commitment, you know, and I had boys in school. So I had to work around their school schedules, their athletic schedules for me to get my wrestling meets in, football games in, and baseball games in. Okay, that's a pretty good message there. Um, tell me a little bit about the IWCOA. Yeah, c- currently for this year and next year, I'm the, I've been elected the president of the IWCOA. And my first year has been very challenging. As everybody in the wrestling uh, community knows, you know, we had to cancel the Hall of Fame banquet April. We had to cancel the All-State ba- banquet where we recognize outstanding wrestlers and coaches and assistant coaches and administrators of the year, and especially the Saturday before our Hall of Fame inductees that we elect every year, and plus our uh, Lifetime Service Award winners. We weren't able to do it live for the first time in 49 years. But I think the I think the wrestling community under, understands that, and uh, we have communicated that on all our um, web our websites, and we're going to be moving uh, forward. Good. Where do you think our profession is headed? Um, I think we're still doing good. I think going forward, as you read any national statistics, if you read the referees magazines, and even some news articles I've heard on TV is that we're getting a lack of officials. And when these newscasters and people interview, the reason why we're getting lack of officials is because of the abuse that officials take from fans and from coaches. And it's just, and I don't think the commitment there is like it was, Tony, when you and I were growing up. Um, there's too many other things to get involved in. Um, it just takes a commitment from, you know, you know, you don't get rich doing this. If you're doing it for the money, you're in it for the wrong reason. I do it for the enjoyment because I wrestled in high school. I played football in high school. I played college ball in high school. I mean, uh, co- uh, college ball. So 
it just gives me get something back to the sport to help me make it through my high school career and stuff like that. So we're hurting for officials. Again, like I said, um, when you talk to some officials that we try to recruit and you look at they don't stick around for two or three years, when we go back and talk to some of them, a lot of them say, I can't take the abuse by the parents and, and the coaches. Do you see a difference in the coaches and the fans um, across your sports? Um, when I talk lower, you know, when I talk to lower sports, you know, because I also do junior high and I do grade school sports too. When you're in the when you're in the lower levels of those sports, you have parents that are coaches, especially you know, you have um, little league baseball, junior tackle football. You have parents, dads mothers that are coaching and they're out there trying to get the best for their kids or child. I think they're all going to be all big 10 players and so on. They, you know, but when you move into IS, IES, I like doing ISA because in baseball and uh, wrestling, those coaches are actually hired by the schools and those coaches are, they're watched more closely by the administration because they're being paid and they they have expectations for them. Then when you get into the high school level, and the freshman levels, you know, you have some coaches or just newer coaches majority of the time, and they're, and they're still learning the sport. And they haven't learned how to really address officials and how to address their fans and help officials out and keep control of things. And then when you move up to the upper levels, I think it, it's, it's, it's getting better. Um, in football, the fans are further away, so you don't hear a lot of the comments from them. Wrestling, they're, they're, they're a mat side, but again, you have good wrestling fans that know the sport and they understand what's going on. It's just like it's, it's those newer fans that are coming in, newer parents come in, they don't fully understand the sports, and they start yelling things, commenting things, they have no clue what they're talking about. That's what you know, that kind of makes it kind of funny at times, but also it can be kind of irritating. And it also upsets their own kids. I mean, I've been at times where I've had a kid turn around and tell their mom and dad to please be quiet. So I've seen it all. Yeah, I, I would imagine. Um, what guidance or information can you provide for the uh, up-and-coming official who wants to move up? I think the one word I can use most, Tony, is the word patience. Okay, what, what, what I mean by that, I'll get back to that here in just a minute. But upcoming, you have to be willing to take time and read the rule book, read the case book, Join different different associations, not just one, maybe two or three different associations if you can. Attend the meetings because they put on good meetings. They talk about mechanics. They talk about case studies. Um, you get to know other officials. Um, some of them become very good friends. I have a lot of good friends now. And and you and you learn from them. And just you just don't pick up the you just don't pick up the rule book at, at the beginning of the season to pass that test. You have to do it throughout the whole year. And also, also search other resources, YouTube. I mean, you can go in there, you can search uh, football plays, wrestling, baseball, rules interpretations from all over the country. And you see different things that are called different ways, different mechanics. And, you'll, and, and you see everything. So when you see it on the field or on the mat, you're not surprised. So research as much as you can, read as much as you can, and join, and join associations. And then moving up, Again, take your time, um, take the meets that get assigned to you, get, get to know your assigners, and be patient. Um, I, I, know, I know some officials come up and they, 
they get two or three years in. They think they should be doing, you know, playoffs or regionals, and they get a couple of regionals and think they should be doing sectionals right away, and then stay after that. But it just takes time. Be seen. Um, yeah, just again, just be patient. Your your time will come if you do everything right. All right, that's some good advice. Um, this is about the end of our session. Uh, you have any closing remarks you want to throw out there to the? No, again, a, uh, a another thing, you know, you know, to move up. I know Sam Knox is always talking. You know, make sure coaches get to know you and your in your ratings and your top 15s. So when you go to do meets, you go to do games. Make sure you sign the scorebook, so the coach can read your name. Make sure you give them your number, okay? And that way, the coaches get, get oh, they get to know you. And again, be approachable. I mean, if you. If you get called to the table or a referee calls timeout or coaches calls timeout and they want to talk to you about a rule, the key is to listen to them. Um, look them in the eye and understand where they're coming from. You know, because they, have, because they have a stake in the game, you have to be willing to listen. And I've learned young when I was younger, hey, if you make a mistake, admit it. Hey, coach, I blew the call. I'm sorry. We, we, we need to move on. My philosophy is what can a coach say? If you, made, if you admit you made a mistake, what can he say? So, again, be uh, be approachable. Be uh, be willing to change your uh, your rule or, or or your interpretation. Again, be patient. All right. Well, once again, Roy, I want to thank you for taking time out to do this, and uh, I look forward to uh, interviewing you again. Down no the problem, road. Tony. Thank you very much, and thank you for your time. All right. Okay. Thanks, Bye. Roy. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Be sure and follow me on Instagram, ILWrestlingRef, or you can follow me on Twitter at AssignerGuy, A-S-S-I-G-N-R-G-U-Y, to be notified of new podcast episodes. Thank you and have a great day.